Welcome to This is Type 1, real life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. I'm Colleen Mitchell, and I've had type 1 diabetes for 25 years. I'm a life coach, author, and speaker. I also work full time as a process analyst in the power industry. I'm passionate about type 1 diabetes education and showing others that this disease doesn't define me. I'm Jessie Tuggy, and I've had diabetes for nine years. I love hiking and painting. I'm looking forward to working as an engineer after I get my degree in college. My diagnosis has inspired me to take control of my life and my future, to learn everything I can about type 1 diabetes. Each week on the show, we'll talk about real life with type 1 diabetes, bring on cool people with connections to type 1, and above all, encourage you to understand that this disease doesn't have to hold you back. This isn't medical advice. This is life with type 1. All right, welcome to episode 110 of This is Type 1, real life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. Today we're having Jesse take us through her first, first like month-ish of college, what she's learning and how she's adjusting to ca- taking care of diabetes stuff while she's away from home. I have the win this week, and my win is that I've actually started putting my infusion sites on my legs. So like upper thigh area, kind of inspired a little bit by Jesse, a little bit by other people who put their sights on places that are not their butt, stomach, or arms. And so far, it's working out pretty well. It's um, pretty painless going in. And so far, my blood sugars have been nice and in range. So I'm, I'm happy with it. Jesse, what's your fail? So my fail this week is that I've actually been really super busy. And I haven't really had the chance to like sit down, take a breather and like, make sure I'm doing okay this week that is college is a lot as you guys will hear from me with learning new materials and actively trying new things which you will also kind of hear about and probably most of you will be very surprised about some of the things I have to say anyways with that being said definitely taking priority and control of like what you're doing and how you're feeling has definitely been a really nice good lesson to learn the last couple of weeks and then what's your tip and hack Colleen? So my tip or whatever you want to call it this week is to get to events early, especially if you're an introvert. Like we introverts know how hard it is to join existing groups of people who are like in their little groups talking when we arrive late to something or even like right on time because all the other extroverts maybe got there early and so they formed their little groups. But if you actually arrive early, you can be part of those groups forming. And if you get there early enough, you might offer to help the host with some final setup and that could make you a new friend. It just kind of eases the awkwardness of trying to inject yourself into conversations that are already happening when you get to the thing. All right, Jesse, well, tell us about college. Okay. So <laughs> this episode is going to sound a little bit different because this last month has been my first, like not even a full month of college and living on my own and living in a different state, which has been really a lot of fun. And there's been a lot going on. So today we're going to talk about uh, what it kind of looks like to be a diabetic living on your own, living in a different state, and being in college. So first I'm going to tell you guys about the classes that I'm taking and some different things that I've signed up for. And then um, some diabetic lessons that I've learned and then some regular lessons that I have learned about life because it's a lot. Also, I just got out of a practice. So if I sound slightly out of breath, I'm very sorry in advance, but I have been running around all day. Anyways, Monday classes. Let me actually get out my calendar for this too. I'm taking Buddhist traditions, math, and soccer on Mondays. 
Tuesdays is a speaking class lecture, and then I have a writing class, and then I have the speaking class recession. So that's where you learn to actually speak in front of people. And then I have philosophy. Wednesdays look like Mondays uh, with Buddhist traditions, math and soccer again. Thursdays, I've got writing and philosophy. So that's my easy day that I kind of sleep in and get things done outside of (laughs) school. Um, And then Fridays, I only have my Buddhist traditions class and my math class. So that's really, really nice, actually, for me. (laughs) And then for the big surprise that I was kind of mentioning earlier, I signed up for the women's rugby team and I now play for the D1 team at Montana State University. Honestly, it's so much fun. I did sprain my ankle already, but like I I already played my first game and I've got so many sores and bruises and I feel so like there's such a sense of accomplishment getting off of the field and just being like, oh my God, I got beat up and I beat people up. But like, and honestly, if you haven't heard of rugby before, please go watch like a small clip or if you have any context at all with rugby, think of Ross from Friends when he's dating that British chick and he has to go play in Central Park with all of her British friends and he gets horribly beat up. And if you haven't seen the episode, please go watch it. It's so funny. I love it. But yes, that is what I get compared to back home now is Ross from Friends. So it's great. Anyway, (laughs) so definitely a lot going on. And definitely finding time to like go to the store outside of the weekends, making sure you have enough food for the week, making sure like you have water, that you're drinking water. I was prepared for the academic side of college. I was not so much prepared for the you are actually taking care of yourself side. Like you are actually responsible for yourself and you're not responsible for anybody else around you because you have you're going to have so much on your plate already that by the end of every single day, you're going to be so tired. But in, if you're not, if you're doing it right, but if you're doing it the way I am, you feel a good, really good sense of accomplishment after every single day. And then with that being said, we're going to kind of move into the diabetic lessons that I have learned within this first month of college. And this is just a list of kind of things that I, um, have learned on a frequent basis or things that I've kind of actually had to relearn because of like, you are very much your own responsibility. And even though like having your parents around is awesome and they, they're not, my parents are not super involved in my diabetes. Like this is actually the time where I am now fully responsible for myself. They're not down the hall for me right now. So yeah, it's been it's been a good learning process. I'm very proud of myself, to be honest. Do I feel like an adult? No, 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 I don't. I, I, I don't think that'll ever happen. But yeah, okay. Anyways, here are some lessons that I learned about diabetes in college. Your blood sugar always comes first. Always 100% of the time will always come first. Meaning in between classes, right before you eat, after you eat, if you're studying for the day, if you're doing a study group, if you're even just sitting around, your blood sugar needs to come first because if your blood sugar is like either really low or really high, you are not going to be able to focus on anything else. And you may not be focusing on your blood sugar, but 
it's definitely taking, it does take a, a big hindrance on your mental capacity and being at a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time right now, like with, like you are literally filling your brain with so much knowledge in college, especially this first, like that first week, your blood sugar, like is so important because if you go low, you're not going to be able to retain anything that anybody says. <laughs> And Colleen is nodding her head along with that. So, <laughs> okay. And then diabetes actually does take up a lot more time than you think it does. There's only 24 hours in the day. Diabetes comes first a hundred percent of that time. But at that same time, like having those five extra minutes to study or change out your site, it becomes like a very much of a balancing game. Like, diabetes comes first like your health is going to come first no matter what but if I didn't have diabetes then I would be studying so it does become kind of like okay cool I'm gonna I know my reservoir is gonna be out at this time today I need to make sure I have a break before then so I can make sure I have those extra five minutes later so I can definitely put that energy towards something else and just planning ahead of time is really nice too but it does take up a lot of time throughout the day. Like if you're not maintaining it or taking care of yourself, this next one is kind of like for all the kids who are kind of coming out of quarantine and have been on the computer for the last couple of years, you will go low just walking around campus all of the time. Like my campus, I have to walk about 10 minutes to get from my soccer class and my rugby practices back to my dorm room. I have gone low quite a bit like just walking back and forth either after soccer practice before practice even and I'm running out my dorm room because I'm running late and like I actually have to run across campus you will go low quite a bit like even walking like anywhere you're going low you're going low all the time you're at least your first week now I kind of have it under control to where I'm like oh okay cool the algorithm kind of took over is really nice with the auto delivery and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, you will go low your first week a lot. And then <laughs> this one has happened like two or three times so far. Your blood sugar just randomly has spikes where you're going to go high because you're stressed out. Or at least that's the way it is for me to where it's like, you're just going to be sitting in class and you're going to look at something and you just be like, oh, I'm, I'm stressed. And then all of a sudden, Maybe five minutes later, your pump is going to go off because you're high or you're going high because you are stressed out. And that's nothing that you can control. You're not like, this is a hard lesson to learn too. You're not doing anything wrong with that. Like you're literally doing your job by being in class. You're paying attention. Having a little bit of stress when you're learning about something completely new is totally normal and fine. It's just our bodies are wired a little bit differently with diabetes. So, you know, the smallest thing literally affects our blood sugar. So for me, stress makes my blood sugar go up. Go ahead. <laughs> so my endocrinologist told me to like expect to have just higher A1Cs, higher blood sugars in college because of that. Like, yeah. Cortisol is the, the hormone of stress and cortisol prevents like your insulin from working correctly. Like it increases insulin resistance. So it's just like mm -hmm. normal to be <laughs> higher when you're stressed out. That's going to be the same whether you're in college or you're in a stressful job or you're learning yeah. something new, any of that. So, yes, just expect <laughs> the random weird <laughs> highs that come from being stressed out. They're totally, like, normal. <laughs> yeah, 
and definitely your first like two weeks, you're stressed out a hundred percent of the time. I, <laughs> this is horrible. My first Tuesday, I of classes, I have an eight thirty. I didn't know where the building was. I barely made it on time to that class, but I had to run to the complete opposite side of campus because that's where my writing class was. And that's within 10 minutes of each other. And then I have to run back to that same building that I just ran from on the other side of campus. I was expecting to be low at the end. No, I was, I was, I was lost. And my blood. it just reminded me of like my first semester or first year where I had to go from the engineering building at the bottom of the hill on one side Mm-hmm. over the hill to the complete yeah. other side of campus for economics and then like go back <laughs> up and down another like the same hill to go back for another engineering class and it's just like come on guys put the buildings closer together or coordinate your classes it's just lots of low blood sugars and, and I, did, I didn't have a continuous glucose monitor in college so i yeah. was like running by my feelings of like how like how good my blood sugars were. And there were times I completely forgot to bring an extra vial of test strips. And that was oh, fun. Yeah. It's, and that leads me to my next point. Things will go wrong. <laughs> Horribly wrong. Oh Lord. Like I, I think my insulin failed one day and I was like over three fifty for f- three hours because I was in the middle of class and I could not leave because it was an exam or it was a in-class quiz and I couldn't leave and I did great. I aced the quiz. I knew what I was doing, but you don't feel great <laughs> when stuff like that happens and, or you're going to run out of a battery in the middle of class or your pump's going to go off at the completely wrong time or a hundred other things, or you're going to sprain your ankle on your like third rugby practice and you're going to feel like a complete failure or for instance you're going to go to the store for the first time and go buy yourself groceries and think you're buying chicken soup and you're actually buying chicken broth and then when you're on facetime with your mom and you're trying to make yourself dinner and you open the can and you dump it out and you're like this doesn't look right and you look at it and it says chicken broth and then you start crying and your mom starts laughing at you so that was my first weekend in college. That was not fun at all. <laughs> she was very supportive, though. I do want to say that. But th- my point is things go wrong. And then your first week of college, you're actually not going to know what to do with yourself when you don't have classes because you don't know what to do like at all. You don't have homework. You don't have anything to do. Luckily, I brought a book and I was reading one. But at the same time, if you don't want to read, you're not going to read and you're just not, you're just going to be sitting there for a while and not really know what to do with yourself. And that's okay. That's actually, it's a good moment to take a second. It's just like, oh, I'm here at college. I'm so happy. <laughs> or, you know, it's okay to feel homesick too. Diabetes is your first priority and should be your first priority over anything else. And that comes to like, if you need to go down to a testing center and get retake a test or have like extra help because you were high during a math lesson. They have those programs set up for a reason and extra tutoring is always available. Like for two hours of tutoring, it's $2 here, which is super, super cheap and super accessible for a lot of people too. And colleges are meant to help you out. Like if you ask for help, somebody's going to be there to help you out. Oh, 
tell your professors that you're diabetic. This does not also have to be in person or during office hours, but even sending a quick email with your photo attached to being like, hi, I'm in your, this class during this time, this section, just identifying yourself and just be like, Hey, and I'm type one diabetic. So if you hear my pump go off, um, no big deal. Or even within the first like couple of classes, just be like, Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm diabetic. Um, I sent you an email and this was what I did with my professors was I sent them an email the day of, and I introduced myself right after class or if not after class, then the next class right before. And just making sure kind of like putting a face to a name is really important for a lot of teachers. So definitely doing that or let and letting them know that you're diabetic is really important. And then please be easy on yourself. <laughs> on your diabetes be easier on your diabetes there's a lot of changes that happen even if you're not moving from like a city to a rural life or rural life to a big city like going to college even in the same city is a lot it's huge differences oh and your site will fail it will not feel great that's what happened the other day it was not fun but you will live and go take a nap right after you're done for the day, like just take a nap. Sometimes you just need to prioritize those in-between class naps. They are awesome. Like small power naps throughout the day. Feels so good. Oh, and then this is also one that my roommate and I have kind of joked over already is sometimes you have to eat before walking to the dining halls because your blood sugar is actively low or going low and you're going to go eat dinner anyways. So there's been a couple of times where I've just made the decision like, oh yeah, I'm 110 with two arrows going down. If I walk quickly enough and get food fast enough, I'm going to be fine. And then there's other times where I'm like, you know, I should actually eat something. And then I grab a gummy snack and I walk and eat at the same time. My pleasure is going back up and I'm on the way to food. So I'm very, <laughs> that's always great to do. It's, it's important and people will make fun of you for it and or be confused. Googling carbs and carb amounts about what your dining hall is kind of giving you is totally fine, totally normal, and honestly, really responsible of you to do. Even if my college actually has a web, their dining hall menu on our website, and I can look up like what we're going to eat like a day in advance, and I can already plan out what I'm going to be eating that day. Unfortunately, though, their eggs are horrible in the morning. Like, it's not good. And then they do have a on make-it-yourself breakfast, like, omelet station. And it's really good. But you also have... It's only open between, like, 7 a.m. and 8.30. I'm the type of person who will go back to bed until, like, about an hour before I have to go to class to get 20 minutes of extra sleep because I know I'm going to need it. So, unfortunately, I have been eating... A, a little bit more carbs than I should be in the morning, but that's just fruit based instead of like bread or toast. So, but Googling those things is totally normal. Or if you don't know what something is and you can like take a screenshot of what, or take a picture of what it is and then Google it and then see if you like it and then put in carbs for it is totally fine too. People do biscuits and gravy here every single morning religiously. I haven't eaten them. I, I have no interest in being that native to Montana in that regard. Anyways, 
saying hi to other diabetics in the wild. I, there's actually quite a few diabetics here. Like there's another girl on my rugby team who is diabetic and we actively joke about it. Like, Oh, what's your blood sugar? Oh, it's this. Oh, are you going low? Chuck a fruit snacks at you. Like, and we worked, we're on the same team. So we, even when we're off the rugby field, we're working together as a team to make sure that both of us are supported and are totally cool with like, you know, if you're feeling good, are you feeling good? you know, being there for one another. And like, I don't know a ton of people out here still just because I want to get focused on school more than I, you know, there is a balance, but I, I want to be focused more on school than I do on like making a bunch of friends all at once. But saying hi to diabetics is really important because you have such a sense of community with that. Even if you don't know the person super well and just in passing is really cool. Also some People are not okay talking about diabetes with complete strangers, and that's totally fine, too. If you say, like, hey, oh my gosh, I saw your insulin pump. I'm type 1 diabetic, too. And they're just like, that's awesome. Great. And you can kind of tell, like, some people just don't want to talk about their diabetes in front of, like, people who may not know that they're type 1 diabetic or... Maybe they're studying for a test. Maybe they're trying to just have a minute of peace. You know, it, people have a bunch of different things going on. So don't get offended about like people kind of ignoring, not ignoring, but like definitely like kind of avoiding the conversation of like, oh yeah, I'm diabetic too. Oh, cool. What's your pump? What's your, you know, it's totally fine. It's normal. People are nice, but they don't have to be sometimes. And that's fine. Okay. So that's about all of the major diabetes lessons I've learned. And now these are some of the actual ad- kind of adult life lessons that I've learned the last couple of weeks because I don't know what I'm doing quite yet. So the first one is have a good study system for yourself and don't study in your room at all, ever. Your room is for you to relax in and have some peace and quiet. It's not, you should not be studying and sleeping in the same place. Because I know, at least for myself, my body and my brain get really confused if I do that. And then all of a sudden, I can't turn off studying when I'm trying to actually go to bed. So that doesn't help with your sleep schedule at all. And sleep is super important when you're in college and getting a good uh, schedule for yourself. Two, as we've learned, is college Wi-Fi is not the greatest under any circumstances. Yeah, I'm just going to leave that one going unsaid. I'm not going to elaborate on that. It's not fun sometimes. And then it's okay to prioritize, prioritize Excuse me, yourself and your education over making friends. It is really important for people, for you to have friends and to learn to make friends, but you don't necessarily need to have a bunch of friends all at once. Your first month being on your own, It's good that you have friends. You should be actively trying to make friends. But, you know, having that balance of, like, you need some alone time, too. And, like, oh, I actually really do have to study for this test. Like, I don't really know what's going on. Is okay. Like, it's... You're good. You're normal. It's... That's really important to do for yourself. And then making friends in college is actually really different than making friends in high school or, like, just around... Because you're not always going to see them every single day. You're going to see them in passing. You're going to see them at lunches. And um, you're going to hang out outside of your classes and stuff like that. But 
most of the friends that I have, actually, I don't have any classes with them. They're just really cool to hang out with. And we all live in the same building. Like we just happen to live in the same building together. And that's how we have like our little group of friends is really nice. And then people are really nice in college. Like anybody you meet is super nice. You can go up to most anybody and just be like, hey, do you know where this building is? Like I've done this a couple of times because I don't know what I'm doing and I really don't know where I'm going. And (laughs) my sense of direction is pretty good. Not the greatest, but people are really nice. If you just go up and ask or like, just like look like you need help, they're willing to help you out. Although there are exceptions to this rule, of course, like some people have bad days or like there are some actually really rude people just around, but like most everybody's really nice and you shouldn't have a problem. Oh, and then the next thing is things will go wrong during the worst time possible. Yeah, bad luck happens to everybody and it's okay to forget things at home or have things break or cry about soup or even like the smallest things will seem really, really big, like a really big deal to you because you are so hyper-focused on that small little thing over the big picture of like everything that's going on and being overwhelmed is totally normal. And you know, one little thing that happens can totally, can sometimes totally ruin your entire day. And this is very true. But it's okay. Just take a minute for yourself. You know, maybe you got through a really bad lecture. Like you can get, you can focus for whatever reason. Make a friend, tell your teacher like, hey, do we have the PowerPoint up? Can I take notes off this? You know, and talking again, talking to people and being like in your classes, just be like, hey, can we form a study group? Hey, you, you have one thing. We have one thing in common. You want to be friends or like go get dinner or lunch. Like people like to do that with you because they're also in the same boat as you and bad things happen to everybody. You are going to be there for somebody and somebody's going to be there for you one day. So just, yeah, being okay with things going wrong is definitely normal (laughs) and definitely okay with letting that go. (laughs) You don't need to explain yourself to anybody unless you want to. This is really a big lesson that I've never really understood the importance of or really like understood how to achieve until I got to college when all of a sudden it just hits you one day and you're like, yeah, I don't need to explain myself to you at all. I don't even know you or, you know, the creepy frat dude who comes up to you on a Friday night with a smelling like horrible beer is just like, oh, can I get your number? No. No is a full sentence. No with a period is a full sentence. And you can just walk away. Like, you can walk away from literally any conversation you want to. And you don't have to explain yourself. If you're uncomfortable, then you have the power to leave. Like, you have full control over yourself. And you don't need to ask anybody's permission to do anything. Like, and that goes for basically anything. Also, one thing that I learned about college is people just get up and go to the bathroom. Like, you don't need to ask the professor to use the restroom or leave the class for whatever reason, which you should not do. Like, try and sit through the whole thing because, like, they cram so much information in those lectures and they will bring it up on a test. Like, the stuff that you miss, they notice when you walk out and they notice and they'll put it on the exam. So, yeah. (laughs) 
I just want to say that um, you will get really good at peeing really, really fast in those yeah. 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. You will get there. You will you will know exactly which bathrooms to go to, which ones are the least used. Yeah. Like, you'll be very fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to. You can tell, too. Like, when people, like, try and keep a bathroom clean, you can tell who's trying to keep the bathroom clean. And which showers get used the least. And also... The shower floors, no matter how many times, like, the custodians clean them, they will always be weird and gross, and please wear your shower shoes, and if you drop something, then just get something else. Like, I know that's really, really bad thinking, but, like, germs, those germs specifically are not worth it, so... It's like, you drop it, oh, it's dead, Jim, gotta get a new one. (laughs) Basically. I And that goes... Yeah, no, you just give up at that point, honestly. It's worse than a gym locker room. Anyways, I'm getting, like, way sidetracked. Oh, yeah. Take a minute to collect yourself. Literally just a minute. Just if you're in the middle of class and you're feeling overwhelmed, the technique that I learned was just, like, closing my eyes for, like, just a second and just ignoring everything and breathing in and out for, like, five seconds. Just give yourself five seconds. And then you're good to go and you feel a lot better. Like just, just tuning it out for five seconds. You know, if somebody's trying to talk to you for like some, some weird reason, just ignore them for five seconds and then take a minute or just take it, take your five seconds and then turn to them and be like, I'm sorry, can you ask that one more time? I did not understand what you were saying to me. Or it's before you ask a question, raise your hand. Just be, ask, wait for the professor to call on you and then just be like, um, can you explain that one more time in a different terminology? I did not understand what you were saying. Or like, can you reiterate that, please? You know, like, it's okay to ask people to elaborate while taking a second for yourself and like making sure you understand everything. That's like two points in there. But yeah, same, same kind of concept. Always have pens. I actually forgot to bring pens with me to college and then forgot to buy them. And same with pencils. So I had no writing material. Like I had notebooks. I had extra paper. I had folders, no pens or pencils. So my cousin brought me some on the first day of college and she goes, I heard you like don't have pens. And I was like, yeah. And then I got free ones from just walking around and stuff like that. And I used those for a day. Please bring pens and pencils with you to college, even though there are Walmarts and stuff around. Like, that's what I was planning on doing. On move-in day, you're going to feel so overwhelmed and there's so much chaos going on that you are going to forget the little things that, you know, actually do, you do need. (laughs) Tell me what your favorite pen is and I'll put them in a care package for you. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, hey. They would be the Pilot G207 pens. They're the little clicky pens. I love these. I love these things. They're so nice. Oh, yes! Oh, Colleen hold one, held one up, too. I love them. I use the .38, so the very, very fine tip ones. But yeah, yeah I'll get you .7. That'll be like your Christmas present. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. Also, when somebody wants to do something for you, like take you to coffee or like buy you groceries, it honestly means so much when you're just living on your own. Like my cousin went grocery shopping and just got like random junk for like random food things. 
that I will actually eat now because I'm hungry all of the time <laughs> and low all of the time. But like letting people do little things for you is totally normal. And honestly, like you may feel slightly guilty for accepting it, but you should not because they actually really want to do those things for you and help you out. Like people are actively cheering you on to get through college. And this is like something they can do to support that. Like they're, it makes them feel good. And honestly, you appreciate it so much more when they do that for you. You know what? I'm not even going to send you care packages. I'm just going to like order stuff from Amazon and <laughs> ship it directly to you. My mom started doing that too. <laughs> She's like, oh, I saw this little cute bag. It's it's on the way to you. Oh, okay. Moving from Seattle to the middle of nowhere, Amazon takes so much longer. Like you do, there's no such thing as two day shipping out here. It is a week. So plan out your week. Like, if you actually really need something, you need to go to the store for it. You cannot depend on Amazon Fresh or Grocery Amazon. Or, you know, you can't depend on having overnight shipping when there is nothing around you. Like, if you're moving from any coast to the middle of America, there is no Amazon anywhere. It's UPS and the United States Postal Service. You get used to it pretty quickly, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you just have to be patient a little bit and you're fine. But yeah, <laughs> that was a good lesson to learn when I ordered my books online. Um, <laughs> keep your phone charged as much as possible. This is really important because, like, if you're at home, your phone should be on the charger. Or if you're in your dorm room, your phone needs to be on the charger because they're like last night I went and slept in a friend's dorm room because she was feeling homesick and I really wanted to be there for her and my phone was charged I was good to go and I was able to be there for her and you know we did a little sleepover it was really awesome it felt you know it felt really good to be able to support her but at the same time I knew if I needed to get in contact with like my mom or my dad or my roommate then I knew I had the ability to do so. I ended up bringing a portable charger with me in my backpack yeah. all the time. And then I also had a like a little battery pack just in case I wasn't near an outlet so I could still yeah. have a charge just somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Super important. Also, same thing with laptops. And if you use tablets or iPads, um, keeping those on the charger all the time, unless you're using them or like you're not, you know, you're going to take them with you. I got lucky enough to where my school actually gave me or let us buy our Chromebooks. So I've got right now like two, like a really crappy Chromebook that I take with me to all of my classes. And like, if it gets ruined, you know, that really, really sucks, but it's not something that's going to be a thousand dollars to replace. So that's always something to consider. Like if you have the ability to like go get like something refurbished or older that you can carry around that you're not going to care so much about. And then having keeping like a nice laptop in your dorm room to actually use for and run homework on, do like just take back and forth to the library. That's really good too. Don't study in your dorms. I already mentioned this. It's not fun to screw up your sleep schedule with trying to study and sleep at the same time because your brain won't turn off and all of a sudden you're super stressed out for no reason and now you can't sleep. Don't study in your dorm room, even if there is a desk. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of wish that I had heard that advice before I went to college. 
because it probably would have helped me structure when I do my homework because yeah. then I would be doing it on campus before I get home. And then mm-hmm. I'm not trying to fight with myself whether, over whether or not I binge watch an entire season of Archer versus do my chemistry homework. Because that happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it definitely happened. Oh, there have definitely been moments of procrastinating. Like, I, at this point, I'd rather do laundry and, like, clean our kitchen area, like a small little sink area, than do some homework sometimes because I... It's not fun. <laughs> like some of the homework is just not fun. On my campus, there are no quiet spots. Like they have study rooms in the library, but they're not completely closed off study rooms. And then if you have, like, if you're living in the dorms, it's like living in an apartment building. You can hear your neighbors or you can hear people walking down the street. You can hear the pipe. Like there's nowhere quiet on campus. Unless it's the weekends and you're like the one of the only freshman kids outside actually enjoying the sunshine and are on campus or and then all of a sudden you're very much homesick because it's so quiet and you actually have time to think. Homesickness does happen, by the way, and it'll happen at the random moments, too, which is totally normal. It's totally okay to like have a minute and have a breakdown about like oh I really college isn't as fun as I wanted it to be or like oh wasn't it what my expectations were like it's okay those emotions it's just you being able to say goodbye to the person you were and you're now growing into the person who you are meant to be so it's just a transition and it happens at the random times like really random times Anyway, or and you also miss your parents cooking. Like dorm dining room food is good, but it sucks all at the same time. Colleen's making faces at me for saying that. Yeah, because I was on the dining plan for the first year of college and it yeah. was it was awful. So like I like as soon as I got out of the first year of college where they required you to live in the dorms and they required yeah. you to go to the, the dining halls, I'm like, I'm gonna make all of my own food. I'm li- living in an apartment. And then I ended up going to Winco all the time for for groceries. And yeah, that was way better. I still made terrible food choices in college. (laughs) And we've talked about that before. But but it was better than the dining hall. I'll tell you that. Dining halls. Our dining hall is actually pretty nice. We have like a fresh salad bar and local grown food and local like beef and cattle and like a lot of like locally sourced foods. Since we're in rural Montana, we the camp like the school has access to like buying those kind of things. So I'm not actually upset about it. There is a lot of carby things though. Like and I, I'm not going to lie. I have been doing so much that I like salads are as filling like a salad and like a burger isn't as filling as like having some noodles with that, like small, small amounts, like everything proportionate, but like having like something that I know, is probably not the best for me is sometimes okay too. Cause like, I mean, not okay, but it sometimes you just kind of need it. Like it's, you're not just feeding your body. You're also feeding your, your brain and you're, it's okay to just have like give up moment. Like I'm totally giving up right now. And I'm, I'm going to have this like small cookie because I'm so like, yeah. Anyways, in the long run, the cookie does not actually help you feel better. I know. Yes, I know this. <laughs> I do know this, but there, it's also like fun to try the new food, the foods that are there. Cause we've got like a, like, um, how do I say this? We've got, so there's a Texas, like there's like a Texas brand, like a Texas roadhouse kind of thing where it's like, like 
all the meat and like that's your breakfast station too and then you have like this own coffee shop and then you have the salad bar and you also have like a mexican station where you can get like nachos and like put whatever you want on there and then there's a salad bar and they have soup i love their soup so good makes me so happy but it's kind of been fun to like have a salad and then like try a small portion of everything it's kind of it's kind of been nice because it gives me ideas too i'm like oh i can make this carb free or like oh i can go find this like carb free thing and then stick it in my mini fridge and yeah see that's a better reason to to be eating things that are not low carb then uh the cookie is gonna make me feel better oh no i totally agree with that yeah no food does not make you feel better under any circumstance it Honestly, the more you indulge out of a um, bad emotion, the worse that you're you're gonna feel in the long run. Oh, anyways, back to my list of life lessons. Go explore the area surrounding your campus. You do not need to stay on campus the entire time that you're living there. So this is really important too because you definitely eventually will start feeling like all of the walls are closing in on you and campus is closing in on you and. There's no escape and there's no relaxing in this place because you don't have a place to relax other than your tiny little dorm room and somebody, your co- your roommates in there and you just want some space. Go explore around your campus. Like we've got a great downtown area in Bozeman where there's bookstores, there's coffee shops, there's places to go walk around. There's a park a mile and a half away that you just go up and walk to and have a nice picnic for the afternoon, bring up a couple of friends. Yeah, don't feel the need to stay on campus if you don't want to. Um, Do you guys have any good hiking or biking trails? Yes, but I don't have access to get to them at the moment. Car, right. (laughs) Yeah, so unfortunately I don't have a car right now, but I am planning on getting a bike. So I am going to like kind of invest in that because it's something that's really good to get around campus too that isn't a car or a motorcycle I mean, I honestly think I kind of want to learn how to ride a motorcycle at this point, but I also Start don't bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. that, like having a bike did, did get me to my classes on the opposite sides of campus yeah. way, way faster than if I ran. Yeah. Plus my blood sugar was better on the bike than running. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So true. And you're not like dying once you get to class, like dying of like sweating, like you're just, ugh. There have been moments where I'm like, I really just want to go change. And then you are in the middle of class and you cannot. Also, it is totally okay to want to go to parties. Uh, Like, it's okay to want to do those things. Just you need to be responsible and know your limits. And like, I don't underage drink. It's not something that most diabetics should probably participate in because it's not really good for your blood sugars or your liver system. But it's okay to want to do those things and you know you don't need to be responsible for anybody but it's okay to go and actually have fun and kind of get off campus and go relax or like in a safe like college party you know like don't get drunk but be responsible yes thank you i don't know how to put this (laughs) it's okay and if you are over 21 we do have an episode on alcohol and type 1 diabetes you can go back and search through the archives for that And you are finally, this is my like last big life lesson. You are not responsible for those around you. You are only responsible for yourself. You should not feel the need at all to tell your roommate that they need to go to class or that their problems need to be your problems or vice versa, to be honest with you. 
you're responsible for yourself and that's already a lot and learning how to be responsible for yourself and like making sure that you're on top of it in all as aspects of your life is a lot so you are responsible for yourself and yourself only and you don't need somebody else's problems hindering your you and like your success And that reminds me of two separate times in college where it meant going and confronting other people to tell them to Mm -hmm. turn their music down or to stop yelling in the middle of the night. Yeah. At one point, I stomped upstairs and, like, banged on the door and was like, turn your freaking music down. And then the other time was when I was in the apartments and there was this, this group of girls standing outside our neighbor's door just like making all sorts of noise and like i opened the door and i was like people are trying to sleep please be quiet and then i slammed the door again so there will be times where you have to stand up for yourself so don't be afraid to do that you're gonna Mm -hmm. feel like crap afterwards and probably during but it's worth getting good sleep yeah honestly oh (laughs) there was one weekend where these like frat guys so i live in an all women's dorm and frat guys love to drive their big cars out and trying to like show up with the girls. It's so dumb. And like just drive up and down the street right in front of my dorm room and start yelling. We all, like most of the girls I've heard, like I sleep with my window open. We've heard women like just yell at them, shut the hell up throughout the night because we're all exhausted and we don't want them there. So and definitely, like, going to an RA or, like, the front desk at your dorm room and just being like, can you please get them to shut up? They will keep you anonymous if you don't want to do confrontation. But sometimes that confrontation is needed to just turn it off. So, but yeah, that's it. That's, it. that's all my advice and things that I've learned. What's your spotlight? My spotlight is, is college is a lot of fun. So much fun. It's like the best time that you're ever going to have. Honestly, like this is the most fun that I've had in a really long time. Not that I haven't had fun, but this is the most independent fun that I've had in a very long time. And choosing to prioritize yourself or others, you have to pick yourself and you have to prioritize yourself 90% of the time, unless it's like, your school and you know you're gonna better yourself through your education so yeah that's really important to do and then my question for the audience is what was your major lesson that you learned in college and do you still remember or consider those experiences today she just got back from dinner and now she's on her way back to the other side of campus (laughs) (laughs) well it was like perfect timing at the end of the episode yeah all right All right, that is it for this episode of This is Type 1. You can find the show notes at inspiredforward.com slash episode 110. That's the number 110. You can apply to be a guest by visiting thisistype1.com. Our music is by Joseph McDade. If you want to hit a focused inspiration in your inbox every week, sign up for my email list at inspiredforward.com. I'm on all social media and Clubhouse as at Inspired Forward. I'm on the Diabetes app as at Colleen Mitchell. And our email is Colleen at InspiredForward.com. And we have a podcast Instagram. Please go check it out. We have all of our podcast titles and numbers on there. So if you're looking for a specific episode, go look at our Instagram and you can probably find what you're looking for. It is at This Is Type 1 
pod. Now that's the number one that you do have to type in, but it's super helpful if you're trying to look for something really specific or a specific episode. And then I'm personally on Instagram as at JJ underscore crystal KAT. Please feel free to send me questions or comments you have about type one diabetes or about the show or even about my little knowledge of college. If you guys need help with it, if you do reach out, just let me know you're a listener of the show. I would love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to listen next week for another episode about real life with type 1 diabetes. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com community. I can't wait to see you there.